Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? All right, good morning. If you're watching this this morning, then obviously this is Easter Sunday, and I want to extend a happy Easter to you and your family. Um, I think some of you will probably recognize this setting. We're coming to you this morning from Spring Mill Bible Camp, and we thought that that would be fitting not only to be out in God's creation, but we also thought it would be fitting as many of you have ties to this camp or we have ties to this camp as a church. You can see that we are at the foot of the old rugged cross, and we know that today is a day that we celebrate the resurrection of the Messiah that death could not hold our Savior, and up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. And it's just a just an awesome, awesome day. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a cap to an awesome, awesome week. And I thought that it might be uh, fitting just to mention a few of the things that happened this week. And I think that many of you probably already know that last Sunday was Palm Sunday, the Sunday that our Savior triumphantly rode into town on the back of a donkey's colt while people yelled Hosanna and put palm branches down for him to cover and, and, and walk across. We know that on Monday, Monday was the day that our Savior cleared the temple. And it was also the day, if you recall, that he cursed the fig tree. Um, 
for not bearing any fruit. And that's probably something that we should think about. Um, the next day, day three, he went to the Mount of Olives and he prophesied. Day four, which would be our equivalent of Wednesday, um, we don't really know much. Um, you know, maybe he rested that day and maybe a respite is good for all of us at some point. Uh, day five, which is actually today. Here we are, we're out here on Thursday. This is Monday, Thursday, and this is a day that Jesus washed his disciples' feet. This is a day that he instituted the Lord's Supper. This is a day that they celebrated the Passover. And because of this price, ransom price that our Savior paid, you and I will also be passed over in a spiritual sense. And I think that's awesome. And I hope that that evokes some level of emotion from each and every one of us. Tomorrow will not be a good day. It would not have been a good day if you had been there. It is the day that our Savior was beaten and crucified. Saturday would have been a day that he would have been in the tomb. But it's like the preacher says, it's Friday, but Sunday's a coming. And today, it is Sunday. Today is the day that our Savior rose. Death could not hold him. Today is Easter. And we're going to move around a little bit today, and we're going to focus today. We want to really, really focus on how uplifting and how spiritually exciting today is. And part of the reason we came to you here outside today, it's a little windy and it got a little cold. We went from 80 degrees to, you know, I I'm, I, I'm, I broke the beanie back out. And, and But yet, the earth is coming to life. It is spring. New life is beginning. What a fitting arena for us to talk to you other than to be in God's masterpiece. And, you know, Jesus gives us life. And that is the thematic focus of today. New life. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. All right, I wanted to move a portion of this talk, sermon, out from under the cross, I do believe very strongly that the cross is important. 
as, as an em emblem. Um, but I wanted to move out and I wanted, you know, I wanted us to think about what's going on around us outside right now. You know, we've, we've read so much, there's been so much in the news about the virus and the things that are happening, the economy. There's been so much, you know, bad news, but yet God's handiwork, God created all of this and it's coming back to life. This is the time of year, you know, Tristan and I were talking the other day and I just love this time of year because it's just, it feels like everything is coming back to life. The grass is greening up, the skies are blue, the red buds are blooming, you know, the flowers are taking off and I can't speak for you. I can only speak for me. This resonates with me because this is part of the fabric of who I am. I love the outdoors. Um, I love being outside. I can't imagine life without, without being able to do those things. I love to hike. I love to, I, I just, I love God's handiwork and his creation. And I love to watch the world come back to life. And I believe that is what today is all about. And, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to be very, very honest. This happens to me in the fall and it happens to me in the spring because a lot of times as a teacher, I'm kind of locked away in my own little corner of the universe. And, but I'll get, I'll look outside. I'll look out a window or I'll get that right at the end of the day and, and maybe I'm going to go out that night and maybe I'm going to turkey hunt or maybe I'm going to go out and I don't know, but I almost get giddy. Um, I get excited. I mean, my heart almost, you know, starts racing because I get to come out and spend time in all of this. And I, I don't, and those words probably don't even do it. They, they don't even do the beauty of God's framework, his tapestry. My words don't even do him justice. Um, but I want us to come out for the scripture reading. I want us to be out. I want us to think about the world coming to life, new life. I want us to think about Jesus. I want us to think about him. Death had no hold on him. That up from the grave he arose. And that this new life. And this new life that you and I can have in Jesus Christ. Because because he paid the price for us. Because he took on our sin. Because of his ultimate sacrifice. And I want to share a passage. And if, if you've been following along the last three weeks, we talked about faith, hope, and love. This is absolutely perfect. The writer of Romans tells us in Romans chapter 5, and, and listen to these words. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, faith, we have peace. Oh my, did we not talk about peace the last three weeks? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And today is a day, a happy day, a joyous day, a day of celebration, a day of unmerited favor, which is the definition of grace. 
and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And one of our sermons was on hope. Hope, something that we're wishing for. How can we not hope in the glory of God? How can we not bask in the radiance of the Messiah, who is the representation of God? Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people, because all sinned. So also, one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. Think about this. We were at the foot of the old rugged cross through the sacrifice that Jesus was willing to give to take on the sins of humanity, to pay the ransom price. We have new life. And I can only imagine what our heavenly body, what it will be like to be in heaven, what it will be like to see the Father, to see Jesus, what it will be like when we drop this robe of flesh and rise to seize the everlasting prize, when the corruptible becomes incorruptible, when we walk in newness of life. My friends, I can't imagine what it's been like to be some people in the nation. You know, it's been a terrible time in some ways. Today is a glorious day. Revel in the beauty. Bask in the radiance. Think about the awesome sacrifice. Think about the hope that we have. Think about the faith that we have. Think about what our perseverance. But today, quite frankly, we celebrate. We celebrate. Up from the grave he arose. Jesus Christ rose because the tomb and death had no hold on him. Newness 
of life. I'm going to read you two more passages. Two more. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Romans chapter 6 tells us that when we are baptized, we die with Christ. And if we die with Christ, then we will be resurrected with Him in His glory. We too will rise to walk in newness of life. And the last passage that I want to share with you comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. Therefore, I'm sorry, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created to be like God and in true righteousness and holiness. My emphasis today on Easter Sunday, a day of celebration, a day of excitement, a day in which we are not looking at negativity, we are only looking at positive on Easter Sunday, my focus today is the beauty that can be found in newness of life. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for all of us. Thank you for the sacrifice Thank you for taking on my sin. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for making it possible for every single one of us who will believe, accept, be baptized. Thank you for making it possible for us to walk in newness of life. Putting off our old self taking on the new. Thank you for this wondrous beauty. Thank you for your ever-present help in times of trouble. I pray today, and I'm going to say a short prayer, but I pray that every single one of you will be blessed. I pray that you will focus today on the excitement that we can have in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you. Thank you for loving us so much that you would be willing to send your son to the cross. Jesus, thank you for paying the price. Thank you for paying the ransom price to set me free. 
to set me free from sin and spiritual decay. Heavenly Father, thank you for new life. Thank you for beauty. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us so much that you would be willing to do everything that you've done to make it possible for all of us to walk in newness of life. Heavenly Father, please be with the Mitchell Church of Christ. Please be with the body of believers everywhere. But Heavenly Father, on today, a glorious day of days, we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire to be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples.